Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to deepen time. No one gets more than 168 hours in a week. But by being mindful of where the time is going, it is possible to make each hour count for more. When this episode is first airing in January of 2022, I am leading a time-tracking challenge where hundreds of people are logging their time for a week. We are all trying to figure out where the time really goes so we can make wise decisions. If that sounds good to you, then feel free to join in. You just write down what you are doing as often as you remember and keep going for a week. Then you can celebrate, reflect, or change. When people first track their time, they are often surprised at just how vast 168 hours truly is. Many of us are accustomed to thinking primarily of work hours or even just weekday hours, and we fail to see all the time that exists. Of course, time isn't infinite either. And so, on some level, we are ultimately limited in how much time we can devote to anything. We also know that multitasking tends not to be terribly efficient. You could try to save time by answering your emails during that conference call, but one or the other is getting the short end of the stick. But that doesn't mean you can't do two things at once. Indeed, you often can, and in many cases, should. I realized this at one point in college when I was trying to land a campus job. I realized that some jobs would allow me to study at the same time I was working. Others didn't. So I wound up taking a job manning the information and security desk at the student center during off hours when few information requests came up. If I would be studying from 8 p.m. to midnight anyways, why not get paid for those hours too? No one is paying me by the hour these days, but there are lots of ways to do two things at once. I mean, hey, you are getting productivity tips from me while no doubt doing something else, right? You can read while driving or exercising or doing chores by listening to audiobooks. You can deepen a relationship while doing errands by consciously bringing one person along with you, a child, a partner, a friend. This turns something you need to do into one-on-one -on -one quality time. You can also incorporate one other person into a leisure time activity, walking with a friend, doing a puzzle with a spouse or child, that sort of thing. You can walk while listening to a conference call where you don't need to talk all that much. You can walk while conducting a meeting with one other person. This allows you to exercise and work simultaneously. Or if you are walking from one place to another, you can call a friend or family member. You can practice a talk while driving your car. The advice to never eat alone allows you to combine a necessary practice, eating, with networking. That deepens time. You can even squeeze hobbies into little bits of time when you are theoretically doing something else as the major category of time. If you play an instrument, for instance, Use the five minutes between phone calls to watch a YouTube video of someone else playing a piece you are learning. 
just like that, you have turned downtime into practice time and made more space in your busy life for your art. You are working and boosting your creative skills at the same time. How is that for making more of your hours? Now, of course, we can get carried away with this. There is no need to turn every single second into something uber industrious. But on the other hand, we only get so much time. If there is something you'd like to spend more time doing and you are having trouble finding space to do it, see if there is time to do it while doing something else. It can make time feel entirely different. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.